Mortgage Women Magazine. It's where women's voices are heard. Find it free at www.mortgagewomenmagazine.com. You have an opportunity to not only help someone demystify homeownership, but you become a person of knowledge. This is Gated Communities, where we talk about everything you're not supposed to talk about in the mortgage industry. If you or another originator you know is struggling to bring in business in this dismal market, serving the underserved is a viable solution. Developing a niche for this is a viable solution. As originators and mortgage professionals, you like to help your clients achieve the American dream. But let's think for a moment about why it's called the American dream. Owning a home is the key to building generational wealth, something that is highly sought after by immigrants. Many are motivated and optimistic people who need professional guidance when it comes to financing a home. And the best way to build trust with these people is by going to their most trusted advisors, immigration attorneys. Renata Castro from the Castro Legal Group refers her clients to her most trusted loan officers. She can tell you exactly what she looks for in a loan officer and how to win over attorneys as a referral source. We also have James Jittenden, a business consultant and co-founder of OneClickAdvisor.com. Knowing that many immigrants want to form their own business and typically get funds from pulling equity from their homes, which is much easier than going to a bank for a business loan, James seeks out loan officers for his clients and wishes more would reach out to him. Let's hear what Renata and James have to say about working with immigrant clients. Hi, Katie. We finally speak. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Well, Katie, I'm James. Hi. So nice to meet you guys. You too. Well, I have to say that um, I was actually pretty excited over that query because in a previous life, I was in the mortgage industry. And Mm -hmm. I keep telling people, Immigration attorneys are such an under overlooked source of referrals. Um, and I think that that query really speaks to that. So I'm excited to talk about this. Yeah, absolutely. And they're, you know, the market is really tough this year. Um, so people are just really looking to expand their referral network. And I'm telling people, you know, you don't have to keep chasing after realtors. There's other people out there um, that can give you referrals. I think. Um, realtors have a limited spam of leads. They're obviously, they could be more qualified leads, but it's very rare that are, because the realtor is hustling for his own leads as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, immigration attorneys, much like business consultants, are, they are thought leaders. They're individuals of trust, right? They're handling a lot of large scale decisions in the in the life of that lead. So I know that when I send a referral and I say, you know, if you're looking to buy a house, because I have that conversation with my clients all the time. Don't wait to buy a house. Don't wait until your life is perfect. This is going to be how you're going to set up, you know, lifetime wealth for you and your family. I know that when I hand them a card, because I know I've sent my broker a lot of referrals, Mm -hmm. um, I know that person's going to make or take that phone call differently. So, yeah, it's, 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 it's a very, very um, useful, effective source of referrals, if you will. And 
immigrants like real estate. They like real estate. They don't like to live in, in rent. Um, you want to kill an immigrant mom is when you hear this nonsense of, you know, I prefer to rent because that's my lifestyle. And it's like, no, lifestyle is owning your house. That That's how most immigrant cultures, uh, because it gives them a sense of stability. So you have an opportunity to not only help someone demystify home ownership, but you become a person of knowledge and nothing is more valuable than knowledge. You don't want to be a transactional individual because transactional is a price market and it's very hard to compete in a price market. So immigration attorneys give brokers that edge mm -hmm. to be someone mm -hmm. that is a source of knowledge in the community. Mm -hmm. And I have lots of questions for you guys about how loan officers, you know, developing trust with loan officers and how loan officers should handle these particular clients. Um, but before we get into that, could you guys, since we, you know, booked this interview so quickly, just give me a little bit more background on you, um, how long you've been in this field and all of that. So, first, May 1st, thank yes. you. So I have been an immigration attorney close to a decade, but I've been in immigration law a little longer than that. Uh, I used to raise something called EB-5 capital. These are foreign investors looking to move to the United States through an investment. So at the time, I worked with a fund attracting high net worth individuals who wanted to live in the United States legally. And then I started my practice and uh, have dedicated my work to help being immigrants live their version of the American dream, which usually involves the buying of a home. Mm -hmm. So my, well, my clientele is mostly Brazilian. Doesn't mean I only work with Brazilians. It just happened that way. I'm from Brazil and uh, yeah, so that's how uh, this Castro Legal Group started. Mm -hmm. James? Hey, Katie. Um, sorry for not making eye contact, I'm driving, but um, I was a, after I got out of the military, I was a stockbroker and a business banker for a long time. So I help people get financing for businesses. Then I was a small business consultant. Uh, I actually worked for an organization that was funded by the Small Business Administration, where we help people get financing for businesses that were primarily underserved. And one of those did include immigrants. After about 3,000 conversations, having the same conversations about 3,000 times, I realized that a lot of it could be automated and that I could uh, create a for-profit site, if you will, where people could get loans and, you know, for, to uh, finance a small business. So I began a, I began a platform called OneClickAdvisor.com. OneClickAdvisor, that's where you can get it's where you get help starting a business, marketing a business, operating a business, and financing a business. One click advisor, the entrepreneur's best friend. <laughs> Perfect. So I want to ask because it, it can be tough. I imagine it could be really tough for immigrants um, to find just a loan officer on their own. Um, you know, especially if they're not super familiar with the, you know, with the um, English language um, and sometimes they have trouble getting access to um, lenders who can accommodate. So 
let's talk a little bit about that and how, you know, there have been cases of people taking advantage of them. They don't know what they're signing. Um, they need, you know, perhaps some people need more guidance. So I'll let you speak on I that. Think, I think that uh, because my background was, you know, in, in another life, I was a loan officer um, and I worked on the mortgage wholesale side. I worked in the now defunct uh, Greenpoint Mortgage and I, I worked for World Savings. The main problem with financing or working with immigrant clients is that a lot of loan officers don't take the time to understand the different tiers of immigration status. And they don't ask the lenders the hard questions from the get-go. So they will just submit a pre-approval, get some kind of rate quote, and not delve into the different layers of that deal. And then where does it all implode? Closing time. Because now the lender makes a phone call and says, I want a copy of a green card. I want a letter from a lawyer, um, depending on you know, the kind of risk classification that that lender has. And I see this time and time again. It's usually a loan officer that hasn't taken the time to learn the different requirements, immigration requirements of different lawyers, uh, of different lenders. So uh, what I was saying is that one of the key things to thrive in this market is for loan officers to become acquainted with peculiarities related to immigration requirements as they're prospecting. Because I have seen this time and time again, loan officers who will make several promises and then they obviously can't close. You want to be the loan officer people come to when they know that you can get the job done. You don't want to be in a price market. You want to be in an authority market because authority always trumps price. So for a loan officer or a mortgage broker who is interested in growing uh, referrals from immigration attorneys, you need to be very familiar with the lender's requirements with the different tiers of immigration status. And you need to be able to have those conversations. So maybe uh, a way to develop a relationship with an immigration attorney is just say, I feel like I can do a better service to this community. Could I take you out to lunch or dinner or coffee? And you can educate me on the different status as a way to just develop commonality and a relationship going forward. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Are there specific um, attributes, traits, skills, that you're looking for um, in a loan officer, you would prefer them to have other than just um, perhaps experience with working with immigrants before? For me, particularly, but I have a mortgage background and I invest in real estate. I will ask that loan officer some questions that I know can make or break a deal related to, you know, the lenders that they work with and what kind of immigration requirements, uh, how does he work if he has a team? Uh, it, to me, it is about making sure that when, when I send that loan officer a referral, it's not even that, that my client's going to close with him, is that my client will feel taken care of, that my client will feel like I referred him or her to a knowledgeable professional, and that that referral source is going to protect my level of authority and influence with that lead. Uh, that is important for us that, you know, that loan officer is not going to 
I don't know, maybe not pay attention to the fact, not have a tracking system where he doesn't know that that lead came from my practice and now try to refer my client to somebody else. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And how involved do you want to be um, and how much transparency would you like with the loan process? Um, so one of your uh, clients... I personally don't want to be involved because I think that that's a slippery slope for me to be doing work for free. And I don't want to do that. Um, I, I want to make sure that my client's taken care of and and that I put my client in the hands of a professional. I, I don't want to be babysitting that lead. I, I, that, I think that that should be the loan officer's job. When attorneys refer people out, they do not want to be involved time-wise because we trade time for money. Mm. So if I am having to nurture that lead that I sent the loan officer, that means I'm not making money and I don't want to do that. So I want, I want to know that once I've sent that client to that loan officer, I'll have peace of mind. Um, and I think that James is the same way, mm -hmm. right? Don't you think that when someone comes to you for business financing and you send them your way or someone's way to get a home equity line, for example, do you want to be involved in the, the minutia of that transaction? The minutia of the transaction, no, but, you know, certainly I, I feel personally invested in the, um, in the outcome of it. I mean, if, if someone, oftentimes if it's an immigrant business owner, it's hard for them to get any sort of mainstream financing anywhere else, but they often have homes and they often have home equity. And so that could be a really good source of, of, of financing for a small business owner. Um, now, a lot of people, immigrants included, although immigrants, not as much as native born Americans, um, maybe are more inclined to take a risk when necessary and to believe in themselves when it comes to starting or financing a business. And a lot of people simply will not, uh, a lot of people simply will not want to risk their home for a business. But if you don't want to risk your home for a business, then maybe that's a bit of a memo pad. Maybe that, maybe that's an indication of somewhere in your plan you need to look at and figure out where your lack of confidence is. And it's the same thing. If would you be willing to, would you be willing to maybe invest your kid's college fund into this business, knowing that you would be able to pay it back by the time it was needed? Would you mortgage your mother's house in order to finance this business plan? And if you would not, then, you know, it's almost like the old litmus test that banks give any other loan. Would I lend my money personally to this person? Mm -hmm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. And that does seem like very risky. And I mean, is it, you know, why, why is it better to go through you guys to find a loan officer versus having um, the immigrant um, just go about and try to find one themselves? Um, are you be, would you, are you better able to find trustworthy people? Um, do um, immigrants typical, uh, typically have difficulties finding loan officers that are trustworthy, that they can understand? Um, 
you know, just kind of um, explain the difficulties that come along with that in their experience. You talk about for businesses or for mortgages? For mortgages. Well, I think that in my case, if, if you're an immigrant, you are looking for someone that's almost going to be your big, big brother or big sister in navigating life in the United States. Um, in that totem pole, no one will trump their immigration lawyer because without immigrant status, they everything else seems just very shaky. I have a I have referred a lot of people to loan officers because they came to me and said, I've lived in the United States for 10, 15 years and I don't have status, but I have a bunch of money at home and I'm afraid of buying a house the government will take away from me. And I, I come in to explain to them that it's okay for them to buy a house and give them that reassurance that if they can do it, they should do it. In fact, I am of the opinion that every undocumented immigrant in the United States must own a home. That's the only way that they will be building some kind of legacy wealth if they have to leave. Um, because sometimes you just cannot fix their immigration status, but I can help put them in a path of, of you know, generational wealth. And I think that when it comes to James, when when leads go to him, when I get leads from him, these are more sophisticated entrepreneurial individuals. And I, I, I'll let you speak to that, James. Why do you think it's easier or better for a lead to come through you? Uh, I think that the real question should really be, why should loan officers invest the time in pursuing a relationship with professionals like us? Why are leads coming from people like us different? Mm. Because I'd say probably the most graphic answer I can give you is that, as you know, I mean, if if, if someone is a, if someone is a banker, a banker gets you into everything. You get completely into the into the client's financial underwear. You've got their transaction history, their credit score, their investment portfolio, everything, because you have to pull a personal financial statement in order to get not only a personal loan, but a business loan as well. With immigrants, uh, their sources of, of, of lending is, is rather limited, but it's easier for them to get a, a mortgage than it is to get a, you know, than it is to get a business loan mm -hmm. for a variety of reasons. And that's why a home, if you're, if, if, if if you're creative enough is a good way to unlock some, you know, unlock some equity and get some financing for your business as well. The bank doesn't ask what you're doing with the proceeds. Well, I also think that in your case, when someone goes to a bank and is told, you know, a HELOC is going to cost them, or when I say a bank loan officer, right. a HELOC is going to cost them 9% a year. That sounds expensive. Mm -hmm. But when a client goes to James and James shows them that by implementing capital that only costs 9% a year, now they can grow their business, which gives them, I don't know, 25% profit on $2 million output, that 9% seems negligible. It seems like nothing. So it, it just changes uh, the perception from cost to value. And with the tax deduction, then the value grows even more. Interesting. Okay. So a very calculated risk. And it, it, it's much better to go through you guys 
um, yeah, to, to facilitate that, uh, that relationship. Well, we have a, about four minutes left, but I, I will ask you a quick question and then the rest I'll, I'll uh, do through email that you can both are welcome to answer to. What is the best way for a loan officer you don't know who wants to build a relationship with you guys to approach you? Do you, do you mind cold calls? Would you rather have them show up to your office? Do you want them don't just show up to my office, call and book an appointment? What are your rules? What are your standards for this approach? Um, I, I'll speak for myself. Um, to me, I like collaboration. Um, the, the harsh cold calling just doesn't work for me because he's not trying to get my personal business. He's trying to get something a lot more valuable than that, which is my treasure chest of leads. So when someone approaches me and says, you know, I first of all, do some research about the person you're approaching. Were they in the media? Did you read something about them more than just the hey messages um, and just say, you know, I, I, I found something about you or I read something about, you know, immigrants buying homes in the United States. I, I really want to be a part of this movement or process. Uh, would you mind sharing 15 minutes of your time to help educate me on how I can be a resource? Because I think that that just puts the person's guard down. It strikes their ego and it just says, it gives control to the person who is being solicited. I, 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 and then, you know what? I will, I will take a phone call. I've done several times. Uh, I think in James' situation is a little different because he actively pursues people who want to be connected to these borrowers, right? I do. At OneClickAdvisor.com, one of the things that we're doing is, is we're, we have a network. It's a small but growing network of small business professionals. That's loan officers, that's marketing people, that's attorneys, accountants, basically like an Angie's list for, for entrepreneurs. And one of the benefits of it is that we collaborate on content together. In other words, I will interview someone just like you're doing with us. Mm -hmm. And we will, you know, talk about some of the problems that they often see small business owners encountering and maybe two or three different ways that they they can solve that problem. You know, the professional in my network can solve the problem and, uh, you know, offer some sort of a service and, and also how maybe entrepreneurs can use it and profit from it. Uh, so we collaborate on content. Like you, I've, I had some journalism training. I had that in the military. I was a public affairs officer. I published mm -hmm. a newspaper. So I can, so we can do the journalism in-house. And uh, that's one way in which we collaborate with loan officers. This is Gated Communities, hosted by me, Katie Jensen, for the Mortgage News Network. All episodes are produced by T.G. Kudem Peror and Matthew Mullins. Our head of multimedia is Mike Savino, and our editor-in-chief is Christine Stewart. Make sure you subscribe to Gated Communities so you get future episodes and be sure to rate and review it so others can find it. The song you heard at the beginning was Wild Side by Saint Society. And the song you hear now is Will You Dance With Me by La La Nia. This podcast is copyrighted by American Business Media. 
OCN is the largest producer of events for mortgage professionals. We bring the action to you. See when we'll be in your area. Just visit us at www.originatorconnectnetwork.com. That's www.originatorconnectnetwork.com.